You are now listening to Out of the Blank. Welcome back, Riley, from the Plunge Podcast and all of its necessities. It's expanding out, I heard. I heard you bought a business, and you also now own your own athletics team. You like how I hit that topic right off the start? We are the athletic squad, um, the NIL, you know, college. <laughs> uh, the, what is it? NCAA has allowed its students to make money off their brands, their likeness, their image, the NIL rules, as you'll say, the uh, name, image, and likeness rules. We have created our own. We we've sponsored our athletes. We've created a branch here at Plunge HQ. What is um your who are you sponsoring? Uh, let's see. We're sponsoring uh, Evan Clark, long distance runner from <laughs> Assumption College, uh, the player formerly known off the blue team. Yeah, and uh, Asia Mercier from Quinnipiac. She's uh she's also a track, a track runner. Uh, we have some community college baseball player named Brad. <laughs> he's he's sponsored. This is just like adopt a dolphin. You just started naming off people like you don't. You're but you're saying it like it's a question. Like if you ever watch Anchorman Two and he tries to hang himself, he's like, "Oh my god!" He walks in, he goes, "Did you just try and hang yourself?" I tried to hang myself from a fluorescent light off the ceiling. It says it sounds like you're being truthful, but it sounds like you're saying it like it's a question. No, no, no. These people are sponsored. I can show you <laughs> photos of them in Plunge Athletics gear. This right, is just like shirts. adopting a dolphin. It is no, it's for 10 cents a month. You can you can feed a child in Africa. That's what we're doing here at Plunge HQ. How many people did you sponsor? How much does it cost? We've <laughs> uh it costs nothing <laughs> to help a college athlete in need. Now we're not out here looking for D1 quarterbacks like <laughs> going off to make millions of dollars one day. We're here to help the small man who this NIL rule meant nothing to them. They were never going to get a sponsorship. It was never going to do anything for them. But you know what we do? We support them. We we give them clothes. We send out some Plunge Athletics clothing to them. Uh, we give them just a brand. We've made some sweet graphics for them to hype up their races. <laughs> Listen, you, when you're ready to go wait, on a race... On, your D2 college, and you're like, look at this fucking graphic of me. They're People are going to be hyped. <laughs> They're sponsoring jockeys over here. <laughs> what what type of – we're not talking about horse racing. We're talking about actual racing. Real but, racing, yes. Uh, but are you are you just doing shirts, or is it other Right stuff? now we're just doing shirts. We're sending, like, just little swag packs to them to show our support. So this, uh, We don't <laughs> – there's nothing in it for them. I'm going to be honest with you. Just we, <laughs> It's fun for me. It's for the love of the game, I get it, man. I'll rep it's it, dude. The, I'll can, can I can I count as an ambassador? Absolutely. So we're selling shirts. Um, what is it? We're sell we're pretty much giving away shirts. Like we're pretty much cover the cost of what it made to make them, and you too can be an ambassador of the Plunge Athletics Department. This is, this uh, is a friend through my podcast, Casey. This is his shirt. It's uh what is it? Plungepodcast.com slash shop. You'll see the plunge athletics t-shirt. It's 10 bucks. 10 bucks, and you're good to go. Support an athlete today. So I t well, I did tell him, I was like, listen, I don't know. Day one, when the NCAA released these rules, I we had some people, we inquired, 
So Evan is our original, one of our original hosts, little brother. And then he was like, I'm down to be a plunge athlete. We were like, fuck yes. He's like, what do I get out of this? I go, if you want to sling fucking dildos for us with Adam and Eve, like <laughs> we'll give you a cut, but I don't know if you're allowed to be like, Hey, go to adamandeve.com and get your fuck on with promo code plunge at checkout. Like, I don't know if you're allowed to do that with your NIL team. <laughs> I, about to say, I don't is, know if the school. <laughs> so what's the incentive? Like, what's the whole, p- when, when did this idea even come about? Like when you started putting up, I saw you put up athletic apparel that you made your own athletic shirt, but then like, I didn't under when you said sponsoring an athlete, like, is this like they wear your gear while they run or they do their type of thing? And then if there's a possibility that they get to be on a news network, like I'm not seeing the whole return with it. Have you gotten any like sides? Uh, here's, uh, here, here's our athlete Asia with, with her plunge athletics department. These are, Evan. Just, these are just random people repping your free shit. Yeah. No, like, they're I, athletes I, repping our free shit. <laughs> That's what makes it different. I could easily, I could wear a Volcom shirt and say I'm repping Volcom, even though I don't know anything about Volcom. And you I'm are sure. repping Volcom at that point, though. Aren't you spreading the brand? Someone sees your shirt and they go, oh, that's pretty cool. What's that from? Volcom? I'm going to go get one. There we go. You're repping your parents because technically you're essential of one of them and the other one together. Yeah, absolutely. So we go, you look like this guy I know. I am that guy. You, you know. need to sue your parents for rights of your image. Yeah. The NIL. Let's get so. <laughs> all right. So what this is for like, so like D1 quarterbacks who are like head of like top 25 teams. These people are getting like Dunkin Donuts sponsorships, like millions of dollars kind of thing. So like they're on the top, top level. It's where like these students who have been taken advantage of by the NCAA to make billions of dollars a year can finally get some of that back on the lower level. It means nothing. So it's just more of us like having a little community of athletes where they pretty much, it doesn't do much for them. We call them in every now and then, which is fun. Cause like we're out of the college scene. Now our podcast started when we were like mid college, like that was our life, like different shit we we're going to. And now we're boring adults. who are like, yeah, my mortgage is in this month. So we call them if we have questions, um, like we, we, there was TikTok verbiage going on that we were like, I don't know what the fuck this means. So then we called in Evan and they're like, Hey, you're, you're hip. What is this? And he's like, Oh, it means this obviously. So he's been explaining slang to us. It's been fun. Um, we're almost like a little interns now. Pretty think- much all they do is put athlete of at plunge podcast in their Instagram bio. And that's the extent of it. We I think. But I think that's important, though, because, I mean, it gets the brand out there as well, too. But it's better to have, a let's say, if you had um, $100 or something, is it better to have 100 of $1 items or is it better just to have a $100 item? I feel like it's better to have 100 $1 items, especially if you're trying to get brand awareness out there. It's like maybe nobody gives a fuck about the last person in the Olympics. I mean, you don't even really have to train. You just accept the invite and you show up and don't have to do jack. But you still get that person that reps that image and then their specific following gets to follow you. I think people try too hard when they get guests. Sometimes they really try and aim for the tallest of the branch. And I'm like, just get the fucking, just get anybody. It's about people that are going to be willing to listen to just an average thing rather than a concept of like people wanting to hear like Chuck Liddell or something like that. Yeah. It's like, yeah, listen, you can go after Simone Biles or you can go after like the bench player on the handball team you know and that's or his cousin or his cousin (laughs) (laughs) like dude the bench player on the handball team's cousin has like nine friends and they love podcasts you know (laughs) you should get john McEnroe as your sponsor 
Send him a t-shirt and be like, what the fuck is this? I mean, it's a t-shirt. You're ours now. He's like a TV producer now, so, I mean, you could probably get something out of it. Yeah. But yeah, it's fun. We're, the, the shirts sold like fucking hotcakes. I had to do another order of them. The best thing you can possibly do is hope that one day that this ends up in like a thrift store and then some kid buys it and then you're walking down the street and see some kid repping the Plunge Podcast Athletics Department. So what were you saying? What you were saying about the like one dollar things? We hand. I have maybe a thousand stickers. Anytime I have a design, I think is even a little bit funny or has anything to do with the brand. And there's like a sticker mule deal. I'll get a fit. I'll get an order of like fifty of them. And I hand those shits out like hotcakes everywhere I go to everyone I meet. Like, if it's a situation that is like, hey, here's a sticker. That wouldn't be weird. I see like my stickers on bumper stickers of random ass people more often than you'd expect where I'll be driving around. I'll be like, is that, is that my penguin? And I'll be like, who is that? And I won't know who the person is. Do you actually see a return on that? Cause I thought about doing like a sticker deal. I get like 5,000 stickers or something. And then I give, send them to some guests in different States and see, you know, just slap, slap them around town. But do you actually see a return from that? No, but it's fun for me. Okay. <laughs> I mean, hey, you end up getting a plunge sticker on top of the Mount, or not Mount, uh, what is it? Fuck, uh, Mount Rushmore. Hey, you got a plunge sticker on top of Abe Lincoln's forehead? If I, yeah, so if I travel somewhere random, like if I travel to a city, I'll bring a stack of like our main brand ones, like the main, like it's the penguin, it's our real logo with just the name, the plunge on it. I'll slap those on everything that has. Because you can see the different types of poles that are like, this is a sticker pole. (laughs) (laughs) This is a good one. Yeah. Like, well, it's just like you already see like 80 stickers on it. You're like, all right, clearly no one. I'm not getting arrested for slapping this on there. So I'll slap those around. Like Asbury Park, New Jersey has hundreds of my stickers. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. I'm pretty sure it's illegal what you're saying, but okay. Yeah. It works, though. We've had a we've had a friend. He's a like a small movie producer here. And. He slapped his logo on the Dunkin' Donuts I go to, like, right next to my house. It's on a pole, like, right near the, like, where you pay window. And every time I drive by, I'm like, man, there's Nico. So it works. Like, the brand works. And slapping this. Every time I get coffee, I immediately go, I should text Nico. And then I don't. But, like, I, it, it comes across my head every time. You just got a bank if you, if you put it on top of a drive through like, above the speaker part where people will always see it, but you got to bank that the employees are so lazy. They'll never yeah, fucking they remove it. it. Yeah. That's part. Well, listen, this Nico's has been there for like eight months. <laughs> There's been a piece of gum at like the Starbucks drive through for like the past nine months now where like, nobody just cares to remove that. And I'm like, you guys are like the high class. I would say of like, yeah, you guys service. have to keep this classy. Yeah. <laughs> we're Dunkin donuts. We're not expecting clean. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Dunkin donuts is just acceptable. That's all it is. Yeah. I miss Doug. I'm, I'm we're in a transition here. You're going to I'm keto now because I'm bored. You just that that's a life decision, though. Yeah. And you decide because you're bored, you're going to try keto. You didn't want to pick up chess or maybe play an instrument. No, keto. You think that's going to so work? My thing is, my thing is, I'm fat and I eat a lot of carbs. And I was like, let's go keto. Fuck these carbs. I have pretty good diet willpower as long as it's not like 
like the only eating like vegetables type shit, like where it's like, yeah, salads all the time. I can't do that because I'm not I don't love salads enough to be like, I can do this every day. But keto, I can be like, I can just remove fucking bread from half of my shit. Yeah. Um, have you just thought about joining a gym? Maybe I'm a fitness guy. I work at a gym, so I'm just curious. I'm, I'm, I'm part of a gym. I go to a gym. I don't go often. <laughs> I need to start the athletic fucking host or manager needs to have a, a little athletic gym membership or something. <laughs> it's it's, <laughs> it's kind of like what the hell so no because like i've lost like 80 pounds before and it it was i was running a lot then but also i was just like on a clean diet whereas a lot of just like turkey and like ground turkey and vegetables kind of thing yeah um and this time i i'm fully acknowledged that i know this me fat again is just my diet being awful and I think especially during football season, if I can just cut all those, like, I'm a sucker for dips. I tell you, like, <laughs> just I'll, the I'll fucking, I'll polish a bowl of dip. You look <laughs> good, though. That's the thing is, like, you don't look like. Super- I'm not like an obese. Like, I'm not like a being tall helps because it's it's hard to look super fat if you're tall. You got to be really, really fucking fat. Well, like, yeah, my fat. My wingspan six four. But when I do like I, I have. Like, a, I have a good bicep, but you can't tell because it's so hard to do arms and shit because when your arms are super long, you it's very hard to develop, like, a full bicep. It takes a lot more work than everyone else. When you can see a short person with a really stocky body. And they're because, fucking big, yeah. <laughs> big bump. Yeah, they're like little chimps or whatever when they start beating their chest and screaming. Um, I mean, man, the diet's probably a very crucial part, but it's just once you get over that like 20 or 25 day hump where you stop eating those foods you used to enjoy so much. Like I don't even, I haven't had bread in a long time. I haven't had fast food in a long time. I've been eating clean for almost 10 years now. So like, it just, I don't have the capacity to remember really what that tastes like anymore. So I yeah. mean, it's, it's, see, it's that's like, what I need to get to. Cause I'm, I'm fully aware I can get to it. I've done it before. where like right now I'm in the phase, the phase that sucks the worst right now is the hunger part like cutting a lot of that shit out is now i'm just hungry a lot more and i know my stomach will just shrink and like what i need to feel full will be a lot less than what i feel now but i'm not there yet so now i'm just like drinking fucking a gallon of water to try to get through the the hunger part but i can eat now which is better than like i can eat more i don't know i eat a lot of bread and pasta and rice and shit and i think that's just a huge part of it where i'm like i gotta get rid of that you got to get rid of the bread and pasta. Yeah, it's bad. You got to get a healthier version of rice, but I eat rice and beans. I like cauliflower rice. That's good. Yeah. But you, yeah. Do you just hate vegetables that much? I like vegetables. I Like a salad doesn't fill me up, though. That's my issue. I do like vegetables. I'll kill a fucking pound of asparagus for dinner. Yeah, like a lot of mistakes people do is they boil spinach, and it's actually better to have spinach just raw even though it might taste a little bit different, a lot of people don't like, but you're actually decreasing the size of it, which means you eat more of it, which means you get way more calories. If you just eat it raw, it fills you up more. The issue is, is that a couple hours later, you'll be hungry as shit. Yeah. I'm not a big spinach guy. I don't like spinach. I've never been into spinach. Spinach or baklava? Listen, it's (laughs) the same. I don't even, I don't think I've ever ever, seen a baklava. You ever have Greek pita? It's just butter and spinach with fucking pastry dough. Yeah, okay, but you're in Idaho, aren't you? I'm in New Hampshire. You're in New Hampshire? 
Yeah, we're the number one potato podcast in Idaho, but we're not in Idaho. That's what the fuck got me. I was about to say, <laughs> isn't your diet potatoes? And then now I remember the line now. That okay. is so like my guilty pleasure food is French fries. That one's been tough. I live near like a main road. So when I get off the highway from work to like go to my house, I drive through just a strip of like Dairy Queen, Burger King, McDonald's. Wendy's, oh, my God. It's just. It's just French fries. That's all I smell. I'm like, fuck, man, I want a French fry so bad. I, I get that way with Egg McMuffins from, like, McDonald's. When you start smelling that, so you're like, oh, fucking dude, good. what yeah. the hell is in that thing? It can't be real. They, they make those at my work, and they just have, like, a little, like, heat lamp station where they have the, like, grab-and-go, like, McMuffin things. And I'll go in to get a coffee, and I'll be like, you fuck off, McMuffin. <laughs> have you ever thought about just stocking your house with food that you necessarily don't normally eat but healthy items and then taking out all the bad shit? So then when you do get hungry, you don't feel the need to go make something that you know you shouldn't be eating? No, I have pretty good willpower on that. I don't – that. so that is the biggest difference between now and the first time I lost weight. I used to grocery shop for myself. I'm real good at grocery shopping and being like, I just simply will not buy like bad stuff. And then I'll buy like fucking soup and oatmeal and be like, yeah, if I'm hungry, I'll eat oatmeal. That was the previous time. Now my girlfriend does most of the shopping. So now I have to be like, hey, she pretty much hides snacks. I don't, I haven't been snacking on this diet. It's been like two weeks now. I've been doing pretty good with it. I'm not like, I don't hate it, which is solid. Well, you got some of the biggest holidays coming up that are going to be the biggest bombshells with anybody. I mean, this is the this is like the fear these months. Big, well, these are the icon. yeah. This is these are this. I, I was just trying to get a point out, but uh, there's these fear moments. I like got my work right now since I work at a gym. There's fear moments that come up when it comes to certain months. It's always Halloween, Thanksgiving, and then Christmas time gets insane. And then even in the New Year's is a little bit where you start seeing the increase of people going to the gym to so they can splurge out on food. It's not, I mean, I don't think it's anybody's fault that necessarily a lot of people talk about like needing to lose weight. I'm like, well, society kind of sets you up to gain it, to be hundred percent honest with you. Cause the things that they market right in front of you, when you walk into a Walmart is fucking right now is it's candy for Halloween. Get, get them for the kids. How many kids are actually trick or treating, especially with the COVID thing. I bet a lot of people just had bags of candy sitting around where they were just eating that. Yeah. Um, I'm not I'm not too worried about the holidays. A lot of meat. These are meat holidays, you know, <laughs> a lot of meat. Mashed <laughs> so potatoes, can, man. I know I'm going to miss that, but we'll see. You got to change your traditions up. My tradition for like Christmas and Thanksgiving and all that is always shrimp and crab cakes. So like I'm always trying to eat as clean as possible on those things, but it gets hard. Like, you know, I used to. Here's the thing, though, is like I have like very, very weird like sleeps. And when I sleep and wake up, which is like. I rarely sleep kind of, but like they're I short. Say, I thought you didn't sleep. <laughs> so like I had a dream the other night that really completely fucked me up. I had to invite my neuroscientist who's a sleep study uh, expert to come on my show to talk about this dream because it's just fucking it can make me cry if I start talking about it. That's how messed up it was. Um, but when I wake up from those things, I'm so starving. Like that's like it's I think a lot of it's also about being bored as well, too, man. Like when you wake up and there's nothing to do and you got like five more hours to work and you can't sleep. So instead of playing games, you end up playing. I'm going to go downstairs and make some food. You got to find ways to keep your mind busy. And I feel like if you sit in the house and much like us podcasters, for instance, we're sitting down a lot of the time and just talking, you end up getting hungry and you're not really moving around a lot, considering that if you just 
like when we get done here, instead of eating lunch or something, I'll just go drive my car to the store and I'll go do whatever, or do something gets me away from the kitchen. I'm not hungry anymore. You're hungry necessarily because you're not doing anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I'm having fun. I, I like doing random shit for the podcast too. Cause now it's just cause hunters, um, was hunter hunters in like pharmacy school which doesn't mean anything for the diet but he's he he's learned all of the fucking nutrient he has to know all the nutritional shit so we'll just talk about it for 20 minutes be like i tell you i ruined some fucking i ruined a grocery what are the the checkout lady i ruined her day it was the nicest woman ever like i've ever met so i was going to get a meal i wanted shrimp i was craving like garlic butter shrimp right oh that's can't have it. Just get raw I shrimp, can, regular shrimp. I can have garlic butter shrimp. It, it's not healthy. Garlic butter's not healthy. Yeah, that's fine. You see it when the shrimp looks keto. glazed like a fucking honey-soaked ham? That's not good for you, man. Listen, keto is not healthy, but it is, <laughs> and that's why garlic butter shrimp. Just right? do that's the air diet where you just eat air. So garlic butter shrimp, I was in the mood for it, and... Is that a candle burning mood? Are you switching mics right in the middle of a show? You were yeah, the, I'm switching mics. You were in the middle of a this, rant. Yeah, so I'm in the mood for garlic butter shrimp because fat. That looks more natural. I like that. All right, so garlic butter shrimp, it's coming. I want it. It's all I was thinking about at work, all right? I was like, I'm not, and I don't plan on having anything. <laughs> tell me about, tell me about, tell me when you grab the mic and you look like a stand-up comedian right now, you immediately go, and then your whole personality just shifted like garlic. Cause that's what's happening. It just shifted to this whole, like I'm on stage persona. I fucking love it. Thank you. I've always considered stand up, never done it. It's hard to write. Like that's one of those things that I tried writing some and I was like, can't, this is fucking terrible. The jokes aren't the hard part. It's the stories leading up to the jokes. Terrifying. Don't I, I've tried, but I think a lot of it's just natural spur of the moment stuff. Like I have an actual, like I was going to, someone told me I should do stand up. I'm like, I don't want to do stand up, but I do have a joke that I, I was an actual story. I think I told you about it when we first podcasted was Michael Jordan and magic Johnson. I thought they were the same person because the MJs and their initials, and I've never really watched basketball to even know what team that they're on. And Michael Jordan came to my town and I was like, I'd love to talk to him about being the first guy in the NBA with AIDS, you know, how scary that must've been. And then I had a bunch of people look over at me. They go, that's magic Johnson. I'm like, yeah. Oh, it's just like that realization, but that's something that's so funny. Michael Jordan didn't have AIDS. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I was about to ask this guy, the guy from space jam. I thought all this year had AIDS. They uh they had a funny joke in Space Jam too. Did you see Space Jam too? Heard it was they so had, bad. Uh, it wasn't terrible. It was um it was fun. I don't know. I didn't expect much of it. It's not the first Space Jam. Um, but they had a thing. They were getting their ass kicked in the locker room, as they do in the first half. They're in the locker room at halftime, and they're like, "Here comes Michael Jordan." Everyone's all hyped up, and then the lights come on as Michael B. Jordan. They got a good laugh out of me. They're like, who the fuck is this guy? His son. Um, okay, so garlic butter shrimp. Okay. So it's all I was thinking about all day was having nothing with it. I think I might have had, like, green beans at home that I was going to cook up, but all I wanted was just a fat plate of garlic butter shrimp. I'm out of garlic at home. I'm out of butter. I have a little butter, not enough for that real butter, you know, that garlic butter. <laughs> So it soaks the pan like soup. I got you. Yeah, exactly. So I got, I'm at the store. I have a thing of butter. You know, those 
comically large things of minced garlic <laughs> that you're like, no, you who didn't. would ever buy those? No, you didn't. <laughs> I bought them. Oh, my God. I find I was like, I'm going to need a lot of garlic during keto. I don't know why that in my brain. I haven't used it once since that that meal. But <laughs> something in my brain was like, I'm going to need this much garlic. <laughs> so I bought that giant tub and then I got there's a, I'm cheap. There's a bunch of different shrimps at the shrimp. All right. And the the what do you call the fishery? Whatever it is. There's a bag of fresh shrimp. There's a bag of cooked shrimp. And then there's different sizes. And then I see pre-cooked broken shrimp. It was a funny packaging. Made me laugh. And it looked like they were all detailed already. So I was like, cool. I'm going to get broken shrimp. It was like half price. So I go to checkout. There's this super just jubilant, happy woman. Thriving, working at Market Basket. Your fucking word choice is incredible. (laughs) Never seen someone so happy to work at Market Basket. She all like giggly goes, ooh, someone's making shrimp scampi tonight. And I like just defeated. I realized how stupid this looks, just buying a giant bag of shrimp. And I look up at her and I'm just, just shrimp. And her demeanor <laughs> at me going, just shrimp, just drops. <laughs> She's just done. She's like, oh, and does not say another word. She probably thought it was like your last meal. Like I'm going to fucking <laughs> off myself in the parking lot when I get done. He's, he's like, he's going to go eat this just shrimp. And then he's, he's going to eat four sticks of butter in the, in the, the value sized tub of garlic with this whole bag of broken shrimp. Oh my God. <laughs> I, well, that's the thing is like when you start like actually like going to like the grocery store at different times, like not just like a lot of people like to stick with their same time that they go. But if you go like from, maybe late at night to maybe early in the morning, you witness the variety of people that enter these stores. There's a person at my Walmart called Pinky, and it's just a guy who dresses up like a lady but wears all pink, and everyone knows this person is Pinky, and they go, Pinky, what are you getting today? Oh, just the usual Reese's Cups and whatever, and then names off a soda brand, and it's like, this is so that's not weird. If you would have walked you in, you know got, me, Pinky <laughs> loves Reese's Cups and Dr. Pepper. But if you would have <laughs> just got like something like a two liter of like Mountain Dew and then you would have got like a, 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 a small thing of like, I don't know, anything random watermelon slices, you they'd be like, What are you doing? Just this. That's normal for them, and they might not want to associate with you afterwards. She was just so disappointed. It made me feel so awkward walking to the car. I was like, I just ruined this nice, nicest checkout woman I've ever met. <laughs> she probably was like sad. She thought that you were going to have this extravagant meal or something. Like that. She yeah, maybe she's like, something. is there a special lady at home that you're no. cooking this scampi for? Just myself. Just myself. <laughs> no scamp, just shrimp. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of, it's a, what is that? It's that meme when they have, um, what do you call it? Uh, they go to get fast food and it's like they order a large meal. I'm like, oh, is is it you and a bunch of other people? No, it's just me. Just me. That was, um, dude, my girlfriend, I, I was always so afraid to order like my normal fast food order for the first like six months. <laughs> go to Taco Bell and she'd be like, what do you want? Like, just like a Crunchwrap Supreme. Deep inside, I'm like, can I get like three of these, a couple of these? <laughs> When did when did you realize you can actually start beating yourself? It was pretty quick. After she so she lives she's from New York. So the first weekend she visited, um, she came for a whole weekend and I didn't fart or anything. And my stomach 
this is like it's fine like you've gone you go through these for like nights if you're with a new girl like she spends a night a whole ass weekend my stomach on monday morning was like a knot i texted her as soon as she left i was like hey just so you know if you come back i'm just ripping all of the ass because i can't do this again she's like yeah that's cool I was like, all right, word. Someone's got to break it. I'm like, you might as well just yeah. do it out front. As long as you don't unleash the super secret psychopath that everyone's got inside of us. Like, that's something that needs to wait a while till you know the person. My, uh, apparently, my issue is I'm a, I'm not a snore, but I'm a lethal night farter. Didn't know about it. And we stayed up uh, at our parents' campground. So there's like a bunkhouse in the back of the camper. I, I just started thinking, how do you not feel it? And how loose is your asshole? I don't know. I'm asleep. I'm a deep sleeper. So that's part of it. But like, I don't know. I rip ass at night, like just casually. <laughs> and I guess like I just kept we slept in the bunkhouse, but it was uh, her brother and his girlfriend. And then my girlfriend all in this bunkhouse. I guess I just kept everyone up all night. Had no idea. <laughs> I slept like a baby. <laughs> They're like, how'd you sleep? They're like, Riley kept me up all night. Oh, God. Like, what do you mean? Don't know how we got onto this topic. Fucking keto, man. Just shrimp. Just shrimp. Keto, just shrimp. Just shrimp. Um, you threw me through. I had a good question to ask you before we started this show, but now I've lost it. Do you I, like my uh, my my terrifying gingerbread man? Yeah, you're in the season. I see it. Yeah, I'm so amped for Christmas. I could not give two shits about Halloween. Or what holiday? Rank these next three uh, holidays. Rank these next three? I don't care. Yeah. Uh, Christmas is probably important. It's it's everyone's important. You get shit. I fucking love Christmas. But I love everything. I love the ambiance of Christmas. Don't give a shit about the other two, even a little bit. Do you just like the mood that it puts you in? Like everything is set up to be kind of this special mystery. Like for... For instance, my favorite. Um, where are you? You're Rhode Island. Where are you from? Where the hell did you get Rhode Island? I don't remember where you're from. I thought from it was Rhode Island. Ocean City, Maryland, man. Mar- okay, that's what. It, okay, so you're you're. There's just something about like when there's snow on the ground, it's a little bit cooler. The lights are out. Like the way that the snow in the lights just they they're such a perfect pairing that like there's just something about it. Well, I, I love. Talk- I, I talked about this recently. I was this like a couple weeks ago, but even like I think it was yesterday too. It was like 50 something degrees when I woke up and it was like that smell of fall. But I remember driving and it looked like it was about to storm. Like it's just been cloudy the past couple of weeks and everybody was rushing around. And I was like, this is like the moment like after the first hour of like around seven or 8 AM in the morning on Christmas day, where everybody's like rushing around trying to get to their family's house. And then there's just nobody on the roads for like five or six hours until like later that night that everybody's going back home with all their presents and all their gifts and things. I like that feeling that essentialness to like, it just feels like different. I don't know if it's like, I I, cozy. It's like, it's Christmas is cozy. And I just really, I like the whole, like November first, my decorations are going up. I don't give a fuck about Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, I mean, a lot of people don't really care for Thanksgiving. They like to say it's a holiday that you're, you're, you're praising the slaughter of innocent people. I like Thanksgiving because I like. There's just three football games on a Thursday. That makes me. That's happy for me. Yeah, it's supposed to be about family connecting or something like that. It's not that at all. Everybody's watching the TV. Yeah, yeah. Because in the morning you watch basketball and then. <laughs> Or nobody, a parade. Nobody watches basketball. It's the parade. 
Okay. I watch basketball. <laughs> okay. I don't, I don't have the time. Um, yeah. I mean, that's to be fair, though, it's a, it's watching TV with your family. Just wait. So one of those times you're watching like basketball and then you see someone repping your shirt in the stands. Then that's how it starts. Just like no, they'll be on the fucking spreads. bench. I'm going to I'm going to sponsor like the 12th man on the Portland Trailblazers. The water boy. Like, yeah. You should sponsor the bat boy in baseball. So the guy runs in to pick up the bat. He's always on camera. That'd be pretty sick. We're going to have to like sneak the brand on somehow. Or you could just go to every bowling league and make them add a patch to their jersey. That'd be, I do want the part about being a not quite PG 13 podcast. I'd love to like sponsor a little league team, but I can't have the little league kids be like, what is this about? And then we're like, yeah, we're fucking, yeah. Like we can't do that. You think that you would rebrand? Would you rebrand the show to sponsor a little league team? That's a good question. Or like, yeah, if we had like a, Instead, if we had, we had like a parent company, if we like one day opened up like a, a studio type thing that like would be like for locals, but we could do it in the name under the name of the studio instead. If I could offer you an opportunity to make a lot of money, but you would have to rechange and be more structured to fit my view rather than the view of your own or what you'd want to do with your show, would you take that opportunity to do so? I think it depends on the money. <laughs> Would you fucking sell out? Yeah, to do I'd whatever. Sell out. Why? Why? So there's a well, there's an extent to which I'd sell out. If like podcast, if Sirius hit me up and they're like, "Hey, we like the concept of your show and your hosts. We have something else in mind for what we want you to do, though." Yeah, I'd probably do that. That's that's when everything goes bad. I think you need to like yeah. Because I, I think the way that you and like uh, the way you initially create a show is off of a basis of ideas. But I think eventually after a while or after a season or so, you craft out the personality of who you are. Yeah, I mean, from the sure. first time you were on this show compared to where you're at now, when I'm coming up to a thousand episodes, you start to see like it's just more it's it's you. It's it's. Yeah. And I don't necessarily like I can actually consider it an offense when someone's like, I like your appearance but i don't like your content so i want to put my content in your mouth and have that vocal point like every person that the president had puts up to be their protector and saki's the one right now or the person that answers the comments to the media press it's just a dog on a leash i don't like that i think i almost want i almost want my cake and eat it too because like if someone's like, hey, I like what you guys have going on, I'd like to be like, cool, what do you want going on? We'll we'll take that if we can keep ours and keep it separate. Like, I don't know, because I I like what you said there, though. Like, I feel like every podcast, all the all the hosts, they start out as characters of themselves. They're not like they're not themselves, but they're more of these characters. And like we're we're, we're 200 episodes in. It's no they're no longer the characters from episode one. It's just like, yeah, no, we're just, this is who we are now. Like, well, it, if you want it, longevity, you almost have to be authentic. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm from the first, I mean, you could tell for like my first hundred, there was just a little bit more of like insightful. I was just 
things I was trying to say, which you'll pick up notes of it in some episodes that I have now more when it's about a deeper discussion of things, but I also know how to be myself a little bit. And it's not yeah. just me. It's with your content too. It's with everything. You start realizing like it's the, ch it's chiseled down to what you want it to be or what you want it have it to be now necessarily would you get famous off of being a podcast no maybe not but maybe imagine someone sees your podcast and wants to take it another step by making it um, using you in a film you're not going to get famous from your podcast but you might get in a movie you might get something like i had a guest get a movie from a thing from my podcast so i'm just saying really? it's like you start seeing like it opens up more doorways than just the logical road in front of you. And I think that's a great kind of euphemism for life is that you expect yeah. it to go this direction. How many people work to be a doctor, be a surgeon or be whatever the hell they want to be to make a good career. Cause that's what they were told they needed to do. And then like last minute, they're like, fuck it. I want to live in a hippie commune. And they take all their clothes off and run out in the street and start dancing around. Yeah, for sure. So you, you want to sell out? <laughs> I wouldn't sell out. I don't think I would. What's the number that you would sell out? If they offered a large number. <laughs> yeah, I, what's the number? You're talking to a person that gave up a radio opportunity at a, my one of my family members' radio stations to do a podcast because I didn't yeah. want to. I didn't want a script because I actually find it harder if you give me guidelines to stay within them. Like if someone tells me I don't want to talk about this and then we start talking, I end up fucking leaning that way because you've willed it out of the conversation and now I can't stop thinking yeah. about it. I feel you on that. So that's, I think we have that in common where our shows are no, no structure. Like chaos structure is kind of what the guest brings in and whatever you want to talk about that day. Our show has never had a structure from day one. We made it, we went like 10 episodes where we were like trying to have outlined plots and they were like, Hey, what are you doing this week? Like it just, we haven't written notes for a show like pre pre into the show in like 150 episodes. Like it's just, so I, I feel that side of it. But also sometimes part of me does wish we had some part of me wishes I had some like direction from a co-host to be like, hey, I have some stuff. So I'm, I'm that's where I'm a little mixed where I'd be like, I want to I'm curious to see how a structured show with me would work. Well, take how the basis of this conversation that we've just done or we're doing right now has gone from talking directly with a topic. We knew we wanted to talk about the athletics thing. To leading yeah. into what it's about now. Now it has a little bit more of like the chiseled edge to it, where it's talking about a concept of the best moments in life aren't planned. And I think yeah. that's a concept because it's very, very hard to bottle up a trend or bottle up something of a good sporadic moment. And I like that kind of like, I saw this happen today. Let's talk about this. And then next thing you know, the whole conversation boils down to something different where it's fucking funner than if you have, I mean, I get it. Like there's people that's like Dan Carlin, for instance, hardcore history or whatever it's called. He spends, uh, I mean, like a year producing like two episodes yeah. or something like that, but it's, it's a different thing for us. We yeah, have a different sure. format. We're more sporadic in the moment talking about our experiences stories whatever the hell it comes to mind and people I think aren't listening important. to us to be like oh i can't wait for whatever story they're gonna tell today in yeah. in, in, in order you I'm know read you a book <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> like, no i'm gonna tell you one story we're gonna go in six directions before the end of it but we're gonna we might get to the end of it <laughs> we should just listen we we almost didn't get to the end of just shrimp. That's just how this works, you know. <laughs> just shrimp. That needs to be on a t-shirt. It just already shrimp. is in the works. So Keto, Hunter, we're we, we're stealing Nike, but we got a Nike just shrimp font. <laughs> we just we're uh yeah, that's we're those are for our Patreon members. We have just shrimp shirts coming. <laughs> 
Well, if there's one direction you'd want to take your life in general or just take the podcast, which way would you take it? That, see, that's where I want to, like, my ideal future is, like, if I could get into some sort of radio broadcasting where I, enough to, like, get paid and not worry. And that's where I'm like, yeah, that's where the sellout part you kind of need, you need some backing on. Do you um, think that eventually if you got to the point where you wouldn't have to worry if you had a job or you wouldn't have to worry a radio job, for instance, do you think that it would make you a little bit corrupt and needing more? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, that's where I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I'd take that risk, especially right now. Like, it's not like I have opportunities lined up to be like, Hey, we want you to host this radio show. So I don't I think I love, I love doing the podcast. I love doing all of our side. Cause we have all these fucking side shows now, like within our own network. And I think it's just a fun thing to do with my friends right now. And that's, if that's all it ever is, that's perfectly fine with me. If we have, I hate the people who are like, you know, you've met all the people in indie podcasts. And I'm like, yeah, I'm only getting 50 followers. I was like, well, put that, visualize that. Picture a room full of 50 people. Like, that's good. Like, that's a whole room of people who tune in every week to listen to you. If that's all, if that's all there is, that's fine. Like, we're not doing this for. I've been talking about this a lot recently is that I think a lot of people's program or this, a lot of the sadness that goes on is a lot of it's programmed. And I think that's with social media that comes with everything that you see is an idea of being successful. And I necessarily don't think that the way that they took is the way that it's going to work for you. I think much like any stand-up comedian or anybody that might base off their characteristics off somebody, they eventually figure out who they're going to be and then devise their own content to do so. And I think it's just so difficult because it's very, very hard to understand who you are in this day and age and how to make a living off of that, even though you're already doing it. I mean, you're alive and breathing, right? But making a living is now being a number one or being a top rather than just being comfortable in this, the fact of surviving or it's always got to lead to more. Like I mean, the weirdest thing just fucking happened. We had William Shatner go up into the fucking atmosphere and i'm like uh, wait what <laughs> you didn't are you, you seriously don't know about this william shatner bezos launched william shatner up in the space like is, this is after where the fuck bezos have you up? been this just happened wait, is like, this so this was after bezos went up like yeah. he did another launch yeah this just happened well, bezos, shatner? Be, 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 bezos went up a couple of weeks ago or not a couple of weeks ago i think a month or so ago a couple months ago when they went up in this fucking cowboy hat yeah yeah so William guy. Shatner just went up the day we're recording this, which would be yesterday. And then he came down and he was like, I've been up into space now and the earth is not flat. And he said that and it kind of like everyone was laughing, but I get it. It's cool. It's funny. It's fucking TV movie shit. Yeah. But it's also a 90 something year old man that they were like, fuck it. This guy from Star Trek, send him up. Fucking send him to space. <laughs> Astronauts got to go through a process, man. Like, that's not that's not good. But people love that. And that got views and clicks. Some and people are, hey, listen, some people are skipping line. And he you know what? was humble as shit when he came back down. He said, I am not an astronaut. They go, William Shatner or Jimmy Fallon said, you're an astronaut. And he goes, I'm not an astronaut. What they do, they're astronauts. Me, yeah. I just got up into space for a minute. That was it. Yeah. I fucking, we, we went on, we covered like two episodes of just yelling at Bezos. After you don't like Bezos? Space. Everything about that space lodge pissed me off. It looks like it. Watching the rocket go up, I was like, this is fucking nuts, man. Literally, we're watching the really dick cool. fly into space. Yeah, it was it was cool, but also it, his cowboy hat pissed me off to no end. You <laughs> think that's why he did it, though, right? 
Yeah, for sure. His two watches that he wore on the outside of his of his jacket. Because people compare Bill Gates and Bezos, and I'm like, Bezos is the no. type of person like no. Elon that'll just piss you off because they want no. to piss Bezo- you off. Bezos flexes his money. Gates like kind of chills off by himself. Bezos is like, hey, I'm rich, motherfucker. What are you going to do about it? Eh." (laughs) Yeah, Gates is an accidental nerd, though. Like, he does something, and people just hate what he just did. But Bezos is like, I know this is going to piss people off, so I'm going to fucking do it. I'm going to wear wear two watches and a cowboy hat. fucking cowboy hat and go into space with my dad or some shit. Yeah. (laughs) Or my brother and uh, and my buddy's 16-year-old son. (laughs) Bill Gates probably thinks, I got a photo shoot in the morning. I better wear my nice new sweater. I'm going to put my new sweater on. And then he takes a photo like hat. And everyone's like, look at this piece of shit rocking a new sweater. I think I respect. I Listen, I respect the Bezos move more. Yeah, the cow- yeah. It just pissed me off. Yeah, that's what I'm it saying. Yeah. It worked. That's- <laughs> it's like Elon Musk. He changed his Twitter name to just name. And it was verified. And people were losing their fucking mind. I was like, he's just a person that he knows you already. I mean, Musk is a troll. He's yeah. a troll. That's what I like about him. I feel like he he doesn't get as much hate as Bezos. Bezos is like pure enemy supervillain vibes. He, his is, working Musk conditions more, are shit. <laughs> Musk is more of like a Musk really is in the middle. Like where Gates if Gates is the good guy, Bezos is the supervillain. Elon's right in the middle where you're like he could probably be the supervillain, but we're not sure yet. Well, it's like my issue with it is that like it's the same reason why why don't we have a like a politician or why don't we have anybody that's different like i think that's why people like trump so much was his personality was different from every president we've had before it and that's kind of why we went the reverse with it like i don't like the whole structured thing to it but when you have a guy who owns a giant electric car company like tesla you expect him to be like very professional in the way he does stuff. Well, no, he yeah. can just send out a tweet and crash a stock by like nine billion dollars. Yeah, he's, or he's, or raise a fake cryptocurrency. Yeah, he's a person 3, that necessarily times. didn't want the I, the optics of being this type of professional CEO, whatever we deem as professional suit and tie. He just wanted to make money and be a person it's not going to stop him from being a person it's kind of like how people expect yeah. joe rogan now that he has such a huge audience to have like actions for the things he say you can't get drunk on air it's like no he's gonna be himself yeah. like you can't yeah. expect that from people you see people trying to cancel Chappelle. you can't cancel Chappelle. what are you doing <laughs> Yo, his netflix special was not that good i didn't think it was good um it was more critical than anything yeah, it was it was one of those where I was like, yeah, it's funny because it's obviously funny because it's Chappelle, but I was like, this, yeah, it didn't. You could tell he it was only made to get people riled up. Yeah, and it you did. Know, like, I mean, yeah, all there's a bunch of people walking out of Netflix, and then Netflix is like, we're not taking it down. And I was like, now yeah, no. you get it that you're gonna lose your job, and then Netflix might have actually wanted you out. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Have you seen Shane Gillis's? stand up on youtube is he good it's so good it's one of like it's in my like top three stand-ups like as like pure like that like specials i didn't expect it to be everything is so ass backwards man jim brewer's like a political person that's getting made fun of and then russell brand's now a political person that's all into like he was completely left and now he's like exposing russia gate where bill clinton and all those yeah. people fake the election stuff and i'm like what fucking world are we in are we gonna end up seeing like ellen become like a very generous donation person and stop running abu grave in her fucking backyard 
I've known Ellen's a piece of shit human for like five years, and I'm really happy the world is out on it. My brother works in the film industry, and I guess like in L.A. for years, everyone's known she's a giant pile of garbage, but it hasn't gotten out to like the rest of the world till this year. So it's made me pretty happy. Well, like there's multiple encounters. I think Drew, uh, is it Drew Barrymore, the girl who was in 51st Dates? Yes. She was the one that has a podcast. <laughs> Pause. What? I love that you chose that movie to be like, yeah, you know, Drew Barrymore, 51st Dates. It's the only one I fucking know with her in it. Can I tell you? Because that's how I explain Sean Astin to people. Not <laughs> not. I'm not like, you know, the guy from Rudy or Lord of the Rings or like fucking Stranger Things. No, I go, you remember Doug from 51st Dates? Well, the it, steroids guy who wore the fishnet shirts. She has a podcast that like exposed like all of Ellen's like she was the first person that had like a one of those giant like kind of bad interactions with Ellen. And then another yeah. girl had it and she had their her on it and they talked about it and she kind of exposed Ellen in a way, too. But it's like more... like everyone's going different. Like I drew. Barrymore was a actress and then she was doing these self-owned companies helping like mothers and all these types of things now she's a podcast host then Rob Schneider used to be as left as Russell Brand was now the guy is talking about exposing political elites and exposing all these things he was a Biden supporter now he's against Biden now he's like talking about how Russell Brand's talking about I'm like what did like the magnets of the world shift like everybody's worried about climate change what about the climate in our actors heads or these people why are we giving so much power to like adam sandler's now running the fucking world you watch your fucking mouth with adam sandler i love adam sandler that's manchester new hampshire's fine i know i grew up down the road (laughs) (laughs) i I, 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 saw i said him that dude is talented as hell but it's like that moment where everyone saw uncut gems and realized that this guy who's been labeled as a comedian or comedic actor actually has more potential where now ever since uncut gems, I've heard many directors talk about giving opportunities that people, they would never have thought to put them in the type of film that they direct because of the capabilities this person can have. And I think that's fucking it's shifting in a lot of ways. And I think we're starting to see a lot of this progress going on where necessarily our ideas of who might be good or what might be good or what might be bad or what might be this is might be shifting where you might not have an essential standpoint or foundation on fucking anything i almost don't mind that it almost i like it i really do but it's it's more of a shift to the middle though which is good yeah i'm I've been politics piss me off i almost stay out of them i'm so consumed by it i love it it's so hard to stay out of it these days though with the fucking mask man not the mask man the vaccine mandates and all that shit now it's everywhere politics are everywhere now I know every time Adam Nutter comes on, we always fucking I fucking love Nutty Buddy. We, have you seen all his have you seen his episodes online? Uh, I've seen one of them. We hit fucking all the fucking political shit every time he comes yeah. on. It's like we never talk comedy. It's like it's so fucking hard that not dude, to because we're both thinking the that same shit. A, that dude's a fucking riot. <laughs> but once you get him going, though, he's not stopping. <laughs> I just I, I look at it like I think especially with the um, one of the most recent Joe Rogan's um, I think I've said it a couple times already, but his name's Sanjay Gupta and he's a CNN medical chief on there. And he, Joe Rogan exposed him and his company for everything. Like, he's like, you don't know what your company said about me and all this type of shit, putting a filter on my face, making me look sicker than I was. And the guy was like, obviously lying. 
And then he eventually goes, well, sorry, it's, it's not me. It's my company. He's like, but you don't know what your company's doing. You work for them, right? You should know. Yeah. Then the next day completely was the opposite on TV. And I'm just like, I hope this is the time and age where people start looking at like, maybe we need to start having more independent sources of information. Like why is TikTok a major place to get news? Because you can't find it anywhere else or you can't find a biased view anywhere else. Why has Joe Rogan become a major journalist in a way on an aspect of people yeah. might scoff at that, but he gives you real more shit or more interactions with different sides than any of these other places do. And I think, damn, this might be a revolutionary time where we might see more than blues clues come back. We might get Johnny Bravo. I'm fucking hoping. You know who else we might get back? Jesus. You think Trump's going to run in 2020? I don't fucking know, man. I don't know if anybody wants him up there. His <laughs> approval. Anybody... His approval. Do you know who wants him up there? Himself. Yeah. <laughs> I just think we need someone that's like, I would like to see an independent go up there, but I mean, I just want someone to be like, if I was president, what I would do, I'd just be like, I'm going to release the JFK shit, the 9-11 shit, all of it. I was like, you guys do it with what you want. And let me tell you, I'm not talking to the people here. I'm talking to my my people that are running under me, all the politicians in my system, whatever yeah. it is. I'm going to expose your fucking corruption. So cut out your deals now before I blast it. Dude, Shane Gillis has it in his specialty as a joke. He's like, dude, Trump was hilarious. He's out here just bullying nerds. Talk about the... Um... The fucking debates. He's like, these guys have never seen something like this. He goes out. He's like, Ted Cruz is your uh, your wife is ugly. They're like, these guys don't know what they're saying. <laughs> have you seen um Kyle Dunnigan? You know who he is? No. He did a face swap. He does these face swaps with like um just deep fakes. Uh, like like Caitlyn Jenner. He did a face yeah. swap with um her, and he was like, yeah, baby. Like that's how he does his voice. And yeah. he did one with Biden and Fauci. And Biden's like, my fellow. Americanos, and he's like, it's just his speech pattern is so off. But he goes, oh, yeah. uh, Mr. Fauci. Fauci walks up and he's like half the size of Biden. <laughs> and he's wearing a tinfoil hat and he goes, yes, yeah, yeah. And he just says a bunch of stuff and then he walks off screen mid mid sentence. And Biden just goes, where are you going, little fella? Where are you going? And he just fucking follows that. It's he does a Star Trek one too with like Elon Musk yeah. and mm -hmm, yes, mm -hmm, yes. He does Ben Shapiro. Dude, it's so fucking classic where I'm like, this is how like, I don't want, I know that's an inflammation or deflammation of someone's character, but at the same time, that's comedy that people can fucking laugh at. And it's not yeah. necessarily, he doesn't necessarily mean those people are well, like that's that. The thing. Nobody, nobody laughs at shit anymore. If it doesn't align with your agenda, nothing's funny anymore. Well, that Chappelle thing woke me the fuck up of like, what happened? What is comedy now? Comedy is way too yeah. serious. Like that was his least funniest and everyone's like yeah it no it wasn't funny it was he was more like it's almost like the 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 the, the woke one on that one where yeah. you got a whole ass special of him trying to make jokes about that it wasn't even jokes it was more like yeah it's just talking about the issue with woke culture that i think a lot of people understand the like beyond that, pussy joke was funny though that one no made, the, that the one baby made. one was funny as shit the the, the baby one Fucking! I was spinning my drink. I didn't out. even know he killed someone at Walmart. I, was I like, did. Oh, see, I did. I did. So I knew where the punchline was heading, but I was like, "Oh, this is fucking." I was like, "He said he doesn't want his fans to have HIV. He killed someone in Walmart." <laughs> <laughs> um, but I wonder, like, because I I watched Bob Saget talk about this as well too, where he talked about his comedy kind of changed from making fun of things to now just making fun of himself because that's the only comedy that really became yeah. acceptable because it's safe to make yeah. fun of yourself. But like, 
I think at this point now, like we talked like around last year about this as well, too. It can't the cancel culture thing is more shifted in a different direction where I think everyone's just kind of like it's too much to offend people. So it's either don't talk or just say fuck it. And then hopefully people understand that you're not a piece of shit. Yeah, I, the can- I think cancel culture, it just has stages and you just have to avoid the top stage, which if you get the top stage of canceled, you're a real piece of shit person anyway. That's like the Weinsteins and fucking Bill Cosby level. Is this the, the rest butterfly? of them? Like the rest of them, like you're still going to like you can be canceled, but like you still have fans who aren't canceling you on a lot of them. Look at like Chris D'Elia. He's canceled, but like he can go on tour and sell out his tour still because he has a he still has. He can make his his living still like there's levels of canceled where I don't know. Like, well, we shouldn't have moments in our social media, our history now that are just subtle moments where everything seems OK. For instance, yeah. dog face or whatever his name was, that was skateboarding and then drinking that ocean spray. Drink. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the uh, Fleetwood Mac guy. Yeah, and then the guy who did the Justin Bieber song Stay or whatever it was called, and he was dancing, and then now he's dancing with all these famous people that just have him where he's, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you don't. You have that face the of stay, I don't know what the you're stay talking. guy. I don't know. Are you talking about the guy who wears the Joker makeup to to Juice World? No, um, he's like he's just dancing with sunglasses on. He was on your mom's house. He's just doing oh. like this up and down thing. Yeah, that. Yeah, and the that drones, guy. Yeah, yeah, the with the drone. Fighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, drone guy. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. These are moments of um, like clarity in fucking time where everyone's like, it seems like it's going to get better. Or the media is getting better, and then it just goes on this lull or this shitstorm for the next couple of weeks. And I'm like, I think that's an influence of politics, man. When sports went away, people got addicted to the fucking politics bug, and now it's everywhere you fucking look because everything is mandated by the politics man if it's uh, what COVID's going to be if it's a bomb going off it's at the border if it's this and i'm like fuck man i just want to eat a muffin and relax yeah i stay out of it it's too much like <laughs> it's just too much I, I can't i have too much that i want to think about where i'm like if i had all of this shit i'm never gonna I you gotta be counting your carbs you can't be worried about yeah. counting politicians yeah. hands listen i'm around. not counting carbs i've cut carbs <laughs> you cut them all water has I carbs should- Shut the fuck up. The minerals add carbs to it. The what stuff they put in your water. <laughs> They're like, if you get Mio, it really helps. It's like, I just can drink water. I don't. I have to use Mio. I can't just drink Do you? water. I like water. It's okay. I mean, it's not. I don't know. I just, I have a, see, it's an oral fixation. Either I need to be vaping something or I need to be doing something. Cause if I stop for a second, I just I feel the need to just do something. Okay. I got a big ass water bottle yesterday. I'll make sure I keep my. my Does it up. tell you that you're supposed to have this much water and has a marker on it to let you know how much you've drunk today? See, it. Do- I want one that's just a gallon, but all the fucking gallon ones have the fucking put the biscuit down, like the stupid fucking quotes <laughs> to like mark the water time. It's like, listen, I'm an adult. I can just be like, yes, this is about 35% empty. I get it. <laughs> I definitely okay so if you could think about like let's talk about maybe an early thought of a new year's resolution what would an early new year's resolution for you be because for me I think it's cutting down on energy drinks I've had four before it was 10 o'clock Jesus I don't do energy drinks um if I do six hours of cardio that's six energy drinks six hours I need something to do the. I did it the other day I couldn't walk like all right so what happened was this is where my nightmare came in. And I what had, is your cardio? What cardio do you do? I'd get on the elliptical. 
It's six hours. Six hours. We've talked yeah. about this before. I, we're not getting back. Okay. <laughs> Every one of my work thinks I'm fucking nuts. Like I, I remember I got there at four and I think he opened at four ten in the morning and I went all the way until at least nine 30 or 10. He's like, Robbie, I'm getting off. I'm like, yeah, I got, I'm getting off work. I got you. I, I'm going to hop off the car. So wait, do you elliptical it. while you work? If there's nothing going on is that, nah, I wish I could. I can't. Oh, okay. okay. It's always busy. Yeah. But um, no, it's like they're working and then I do it until they get off their shift. Jeez. Uh, got to prove, got to prove myself. Yeah. Got, so is that, is that something you think you need someone to acknowledge that you've been doing it or do you truly just need the six hours of cardio? I truly actually enjoy doing the six hours of cardio. I'll catch up on a movie series. I'll watch Doom Patrol. I'll watch Deadpool. <laughs> I'll do whatever. Okay. It just sucks. Cause it's like, Eventually, you're just like, fuck, man. Like, it's good when you have nothing planned. Like, I'll do two six-hour yeah. cardio sessions coming up this week because I'm off work. So I'll probably do two of those. That's insane. I don't I think cardio. it's that insane, though. People go like, that's too much. I'm like, how is it too much? If I can, I don't think it's too much. I think if you're happy doing it, that's cool. It's just insane to me that someone could just go straight six hours cardio. Well, I see. I talked to, when I talked to my sleep scientist friend is coming back on. They said, I think. What happens is like you, no nobody's ever truly an insomniac. What happens is you haven't let your body wear out its energy yet. And I think my yeah. energy level is just at a peak higher than everybody else's. I have ADHD, so yeah. I'm constantly like going. Gotcha. All right. Well, that's fair. You got to get that six hours of cardio in. But then they talk about that long COVID where it's like people are having experiences where they're taking like naps and shit. Like kids are experiencing getting tired in the middle of the day. I'm like, is that just not depression? I like thought that was depression at one point. I have a buddy who just naps all the time. Like we'll be like, hey, you want to play video games in like 20 minutes? We'll be like, yeah. And then two hours will pass. We'll be like, sorry, I fell asleep. I'm like, what do you mean? What do you mean you fell asleep? Like, <laughs> We all know that guy. I, that's just, I can't nap anymore. Like, so I don't, I don't just get, be like, yeah, I was, I was sitting and the next thing I knew. <laughs> like, so what's the new year's resolution for you? I want to start getting back to the gym in the morning. I like when I start my day at the gym, I don't go into work that. So I used to go into work early where I had enough time to gym in the afternoon without feeling like that was the whole, the rest of my day. Like I had nothing else. Now I go into work a little later and I have time to go in the morning, but I've just grown accustomed to the sleep, the extra like hour of sleep that I've never gotten in my life before. So I want to just adjust to going in the morning and just waking up earlier. See, that's the, that's the that first now. thing I have to do in the morning. I wake up at 3.30 a.m. and then I go right to the gym and then I work out and I'm usually done by like six or so. And then I get my day started. I like that better than working out in the afternoon because I'm too yeah. tired in the afternoon. Like I'll work till like 12 on days that I work. I work in the morning all the way till 12 and I can't afterwards. I'm like, I'm too fucking tired to get up. And there's too many yeah. people around. I like it when there's less people. Yeah. So that's what I want to start doing. Hopefully I'm just keeping my diet up. That's what I'm ideally. So that You're wouldn't have to be going to get a Peloton. I have a, uh, no. So <laughs> My dad has one of those like knockoffs, still like a Peloton ish. He's used it like twice in two years. I'm hoping soon I can be like, hey, let me get that. I uh, I got a cycle bike. I stopped using it though, um, because I was doing like cardio from like on work days from like ten to like 
before when I would go into work, I would just cardio, just ride a cycle and play UFC or something like that. But I started so noticing, you like play video games while you do it. It goes by so fucking quick. You listen to yeah. a podcast or something. I'll catch up on yours. I'll catch up on Ben's and then I'll just like I've go been, through something. I've been thinking about. See, that's what I've been thinking about is getting one like trying. I want to like just have a game designated for like. When I'm doing like cardio, so if I get like the bike, get one that's like this is my own. This is only when I do it is on the bike. So for I me. I can't do anything that's super critical thinking. Like I can't play a new game. I can play zombies and I could just yeah. mindlessly do the same thing I've always done, which I get to like round 52. Then you have to stop and pause and go to the bathroom, which is like signing an unwritten deal that you're going to die when you come back to the game. But you need to find something where your mind's not like going like Minecraft or play a phone game. You could play a fucking phone game. I usually, what I was doing was I would reach out to guests on my podcast while I was doing cardio. Yeah. But my issue with at the gym and the elliptical is if I'm watching a movie after a movie and maybe a half of the, another one, my phone starts to die. So I have to plug my phone into the charging outlet behind me and then I yeah. can't use my phone. So then I have to watch the fucking TV and that's when news comes on and either that or they're selling you dildos. <laughs> Well, listen, if you're listening to the plunge, that's what we're doing, too. So <laughs> you're like, God damn it. I can't escape. I can't get away <laughs> from it. <laughs> they keep pounding me. <laughs> Bro, I don't know why, but people just keep using <laughs> that code keeps us in business, <laughs> like pays for all of our bills. <laughs> you just have one person that's probably a sex addict. Dude, that's if that's it, then they got a lot of shit. But yeah, that might be. If they stop using that code on that. I don't know how Adam and Eve makes any money. To be fair, everyone sex always sells. Yeah, but like the our code is fifty percent off, Jesus. right? We get twenty five percent, and then they send to them, they send them nine. So they send them like six move. Those are just digital downloads. So I guess that doesn't count. But they send like a gift pack of three like small toys and free shipping. So I don't know where their fucking income <laughs> comes in. I just picture them printing out dildos for a dollar a pop. That might be it. That might be their their markup might just be incredible. But yeah, I don't there's there's not a lot of fucking room for maybe their money comes in from the people who buy the like $149 dildo at full price. That's gotta be it, and not knowing about these promo codes. You can't let that demon in your door, man. <laughs> Dildos. Once once you buy your first dildo, or you buy your first thing to help with sexual pleasure, then you become reliant on it. It's kind of like when you use lotion. The next thing, I, every time you always use lotion. Listen, I you get your first. I'm not getting into it. <laughs> safe bet, safe bet. Yeah. Uh, what's your resolution? I just fucking told you. Cut down on energy drinks. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. It's not going to be good when I'm like 30. I can tell you that. Because of the energy drinks? Up to five or six in a morning. Yeah, that's bad. Why Do you not like coffee? You do like coffee. You I do Starbucks. drink that too. <laughs> caffeine doesn't do anything to me. So caffeine doesn't do anything to me either, but I just like it. I don't I like need caffeine taste. to get me pumping though. The so why do you drink the energy drinks? The taste. I swear to you, it's the taste. <laughs> I'll drink so a diet I'm, Coke and be on the elliptical. I like the taste. I don't, I, I need I'm, something I'm that's with not you. water. 
I'm with you because the people who are like, oh, I need my coffee in the morning. They're like, you feel the same way too, right? Because I know I'm a big coffee drinker. Why do you I'm give like, him a Winnie the Pooh voice? <laughs> oh, I don't know. So, <laughs> like, I don't need it. If I have to, like, not have a coffee in the morning, I'm just, I'm bummed because I like it in my routine. But I'm not like, oh, I'm dragging now. No, I'm fine. I'm perfectly fine. Yeah. <laughs> I get freaked out when people say, like, I can't, how much caffeine is in that? I'm like, it's 200 milligrams. They're like, oh, that'll make me shake. I'm like, what are you a pussy well, like what what are we talking about here but that's like you get see i know all about that because the pre-workouts people take and then like i had one guy like a 90 year old man like can i get that woke af and i'm like you want the woke af and he was like yeah what is what's, the what's AF? the woke af he's like what's, what's the woke af what's the woke af stand for well it's woke as fuck and it's a pre-workout okay, and i'm like don't take it i'm like i can't sell this to you he's like why I'm, I, have I'm a heart a attack, old man. He's like, I'm a pain customer. Like this has 350 milligrams of caffeine. And even though that doesn't mean anything to me, you're an older man and you might, I don't yeah. want to give you a heart. You're going to die. Yeah. I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> but trying to sell a man, his last bastion of freedom, you know, he's like, fucking, you're telling me I can't, I fought Nam. And I'm like, no, sir, sir. I'm trying to save your life. Cause you did fight Nam. Did he buy it? No. <laughs> I need to see your manager. The manager's like, sir, you're going to die. <laughs> I, 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 he said yes after the I read the caffeine content. And then he goes, just give it to me. I'm like, I'm going to read you the rest of the ingredients. And you tell me if this is still okay. And I started listening all the blends and all these things that get included yeah. with it. And it started rattling off a bunch of numbers. And I even added a couple to make sure he wasn't going to get it because he was still going through it. He was like, all right, maybe I should. And I was like, yeah, why don't you just go home and relax? And he's like, yeah, I'm going to go home. I like how we went from wanting a woke as fuck to being like, I'm going to go watch. I'm going to go watch some basketball. That's Instead all they do when they come in is they watch the TVs. There's one guy that comes in just to hit on girls. Like that's all he does. And he's old and he just comes in. He goes, Hey, what are you doing later? And she, like everyone's freaked out by it, but he's like that old yeah. where you kind of just have to pat him on the head and let him go. Yeah, get out of here, old man. It's okay. <laughs> God, I love it. I hate that, but I, I like, <laughs> that. like that. I like, I like, he's like, I need that energy drink. You're like, you don't need it. He's like, I do. I don't know what it is, but I really want it. Is well, it I'm, like dope branding? Like what, what attracted him? That's what, to me, that's what attracts me to like bang energy drinks is like the, yeah. the logo and all that. And they taste okay. I mean, they're not bad. I, I don't like rains for Bright that. Colors. Yeah. But, but that's what it's all it is. is fucking advertising and marketing. You make a package look pretty. People want to buy it. Yeah. Let me get it. I want it. Well, it's like taking somebody's ability to drive away. They'll do anything to make sure that doesn't happen. You're like, sir, you're blind. Like, I can get to my appointments. Yeah. <laughs> I can I can manage to get there. Sir, you have uh you, your car is just beat the shit. I can do it. I can I need to bring my wife to scoliosis. <laughs> Why is it gotta be scoliosis? You ever met anyone with scoliosis? Yeah. My ex has scoliosis. My ex also has scoliosis. Did you fuck him too hard? She used to have to wear, she wore a brace in her childhood. I was like, you need to bust that bad boy back out. Did that that attract (laughs) you to it? The brace. God. You're more than just a person. You're a machine. You're a brace. (laughs) Fucking cyborg. God. All right. A thousand, by the way. Yeah. That's insane. We're getting there. Congrats. The next pre, will be 2000. Is that the next landmark? You I don't think care I'm going to take 15? a I'm probably going to take a break. I think I want to move. 
Um, I might want to move somewhere. I don't know. I was thinking Idaho, but you're not there anymore. So then I have to go to New Hampshire. <laughs> <laughs> How long of a break? So you're taking a break, set break at a thousand? Maybe. Um, I haven't decided yet. I just been, I've been looking at places to move to just cause it's two grand a month for a one bedroom, one bathroom Ooh. place here. And I don't yeah. live, I don't live by myself. So I'm looking for like something I want to do by myself. That's going to be affordable. And it, I don't care if it's yeah. in the middle of bumfuck nowhere, man. Like I, people yeah. like this aspect of being close to a restaurant or something. I'm like, I don't ever go to those things. I live in a city and I like the convenience of stuff, but I also, I went to school like in the mountains. Was, that was also nice. So I, I get both sides of it. I understand both like wantings of like, I want to be close to shit, but also like being away from everything is dope. Like, I don't care to light a Roman candle off in my yard or out my front door, but I yeah. want the ability to be able to do that without the neighbors calling the cops. Wyoming's pretty sick. Eh. <laughs> Too far. That sounds like it's got a stench to it. Beautiful. Is there, is there anything like decent that's like, I don't know, has a gym nearby? <sighs> Or has an Adam know. Sandler like historical record to it? I don't know. Oh. I just all I know like the nature part of it's beautiful. I don't know if it has a gym. There might where's not Gary, be a gym. In the where's Gary Busey from? He came out all right. <laughs> Let's find out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna find out who's from Wyoming. I, Dave Chappelle and Kanye have ranches there. That's well, Ludacris has a mansion in Delaware. This doesn't mean anything. Josh Allen, the quarterback, he's from he's from there. So I have a possible chance of being murdered with the rest of somebody's. I remember you told me that about the murders that happened with the CTE. Are you talking Aaron Hernandez? Whatever. You mentioned two people. I was like, there's two. Yeah, I mean, Aaron Hernandez hung up, killed a bunch of people, then hung himself in prison, then was outed as a gay man for some reason. Oh, my God. That's what we really need to fix. Maybe that's what you should do with all your podcast money is just donate it to helping find a cure to CTE, like extra padding or something. Actually, the padding okay. probably makes it worse. Um, this list is not long at all. Also, they don't even, when you look up people from blank, it'll tell you who was born there. I think there's so few people born from Wyoming that they, this list is uh, celebrities who call Wyoming home. Look up, look up after this Riley Trudell. I don't think I want to do that. Just do it. Okay. Uh, Kanye is in Cody. Dick Cheney calls Wyoming home. Harrison Ford. Jeffree Star. That's a lot of good people from there. Yeah. Is that Dick Cheney? That man had a heart transplant. Is he alive? How is Dick Cheney alive? How is William Shatner alive? I don't know, but he looks great. And he's in space. Well, he wasn't. If you space. look up my name, the first autofill result is baseball. Maybe there's a fucking baseball player who's going to take all the heat off of me. I was to say, I'm pretty sure there was a baseball player named Riley Trudeau. 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 Yeah, maybe. That's, yeah, it, okay. Looking myself up. What are you seeing? Uh, let's see. We have my Facebook page. We have my LinkedIn profile. <laughs> uh, we have my Instagram. Uh, they have me... They have my 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 car dealership that I own <laughs> listed, uh, Plunge Auto LLC. <laughs> Usually, if I like, if you hit videos, what does in videos pop up? 
Videos. I've never even thought to look up videos. Uh, videos. The top one is our anniversary. Me and Hunt's anniversary video. It's it's just a podcast the week after our live stream, I think. And that's it. That's all. That's the only stuff that's actually me. The rest are other. Yeah, just one podcast. Damn. Anything news? Nothing in the news. Okay. All right. Usually when I tell a guest to look their name up, my show pops up. And I'm like, that's really? Gotta be, yeah, that's going to be a great feeling. Uh, let's see. My uh, my Special Olympics New Hampshire fundraising page. That's there. Good. You do that every year, uh, right? Yes. It's coming up. Our 20. Oh, no, we're not doing 24 hours this year. 23? 37. Oh, my God, dude. We're over the world's longest podcast. Are you planning that content though out? Like, are you just going to have it be nonsensible for that? It's segments. It's, uh, different shows. We invite like 20 different podcasts to come in. So we almost make it a bit of a community event too, but yeah, we invite people in. It it, is me and Hunter are on all 37, but we'll invite shows in to essentially come do an episode of their podcast on the stream. Have you ever All thought like about just shows. looking for like a random spot in your city to be able to do a live show? What do you mean? Like just do a live performance with you to plunge podcast, invite the audience and do like kind of like a comedy. Cause I feel like you could do comedy for sure to get paid for it. Like Adam does stand up, but he does it solo. But if you could do comedy, but with your, we've done friends. a live show. Okay. We've done a, we've done a show at a comedy club, the, the plunge. We were, did our live recording. It was that, that's what made me want to do want to try comedy because mm-hmm. we sold out a comedy club. We sold out a comedy club in like East bumfuck, New Hampshire. Pretty much. We had this opportunity. We're in this, um, we're in like a local network of just New Hampshire shows. And there's one dude who runs it and tries to create opportunities for people. And we're one of the bigger shows in it. So he hit us up. He's like, Hey, this comedy club wants to do, they were, they were booking every Thursday or no, every Tuesday, a different comedy a different comedy podcast throughout the month of October in 2019. And he's like, well, you guys cap off the month. So we were like, yeah. So we were the like couple of days before Halloween on a Tuesday, Tuesday, in East bumfuck, New Hampshire, Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. And, uh, so we sold out and had like, that was one of the planned episodes we did where we kind of, we wanted to make sure we brought in correct segments to like work with the audience so like we had some shit specifically planned out, but it was like we murdered and it was electric. And like that rush after like the show ended was like, I want to get into comedy. Yeah. What's um, have you ever thought about doing a joke before? Like, do you have one planned out? I have a notepad of joke concepts, but I haven't, I haven't dug too deep into them. Do you think your comedy is good enough to be stand up, or do you think comedy is better form in a podcast where you could drop a line in somewhere? I think I could make a set. I think I could do like an open mic set of like 10. Could I challenge you that the next time you're on my show for after a thousand, I could get you back on and we could just see your comedy routine. Uh, (laughs) No, I'll give, I'll give you a tentative. Yes. Riley Trudell does not back down from a challenge. I'll give you a tentative yes. The glorious baseball player does not back down from a challenge. <laughs> Riley Trail baseball does not back down. 
He always stepped up to the bat and was always swinging. <laughs> oh, what is this? Okay. They they have me. I'm trying to find my first one with you. It is a lot of my appearances on other shows because, like, my my episode descriptions never say, like, Riley Trudell. Yeah. Like, it's always like Hunter and Riley do, blah, blah, blah. But when you're a guest on someone, they're like, we're joined with Riley Trudell. You've only been on so twice, like right? I've been on, like, once and a half. You had Dave on, and then that, you had me and Dave on. That counts as a separate episode, though. Yeah, Dave, I gotta get him back on. Okay, too. yeah, yeah. I love Dave. He's uh, he started a new job as a surveillance person at like a high end casino. I had the opportunity to do that, but I went with just security guy. And then COVID happened, and then I was only a month into the job and got furloughed. Yeah, he fucking loves it. He'll text me and be like, guess who's in the high rollers lounge today? I go, are you allowed to tell me this? He's like, uh-uh. <laughs> and then he'll tell me some, like, fucking huge celebrity. I'm like, that's fucking sick. Did you meet him? He's like, no, I just watch him. <laughs> I just like to watch. Um, yeah. Oh, my sh- other company, my campground, it also is up there. It has me there. You should own a campground. Uh, we So me and my brothers were, like, a day before buying one. And then COVID struck. And I'm the um, I'm the purse between my brothers for the first the main purchase part. And I was like, I'm not buying a fucking campground with COVID shutting down the world. You should have. That would have been the prime time to buy it. It would have been cool because I had a different job at the time. I had a different position at my company and I was work from home for the like. Pandemic part, so I'd still be like partially work from home right now, and I would have been able to like. Do it from the campground. We almost did. We like we we had a price set with the people. We had started planning out like we were buying a previously existing like hikers campground because mm-hmm. there's a big climbing spot up in New Hampshire. It's one of the bigger like climbing spots in on like the East Coast. I've heard of the rumors. Yeah, yeah. And we were gonna buy a campground right up there. And my brothers are big into that community, so like we were ready to go. And then I part of me wishes we did because it would have been sick. It was called Granite Gardens. Why is that and, funny uh, to me? God, it's the, it's the double syllables or something. Yeah. We also, well, listen, what also, we were going to build a barn there because there's a big field and make it a wedding venue. That would have made fucking guap. Yeah. We had the whole plan. They were like, they were excited for like the hippie campground. And I was like, we're going to make some fucking money here. We're putting up a, a barn for weddings and shit. Would have been cool. It's okay. I'm, n- I'm now curious on Googling myself. I don't know why you did this to me. Should just don't hit images. All right, by page three, page three is is where it starts losing me. Oh, images! I'm kind of scared. Oh my god, who's Doug Riley, and why does he look terrible? <laughs> why is he from Connecticut? <laughs> That's where every psychopath from Connecticut. Why is the images? There's only one photo of me. some of the best people from Connecticut too. They'll lend you a car, and then you'll go missing. Okay. We're, we're there we are yeah we're going 37 hours this year that's 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 how we got here and where can the world's people longest. find your 37 hour rants um it'll be on plungepodcast.com slash stream it's going to be live to our twitch our youtube and our facebook as well so you can it'll be we haven't set a full date yet it's going to be the weekend in mid-january sometime um but uh yeah follow us follow us on any of the stuff we'll be posting you can all of our it's a big fundraiser 
Um, last year we raised 7,500 for the special Olympics. And, uh, this year we're aiming higher. So we're ho- I'm hoping the marketing of world's longest podcast helps us get some more like corporate sponsors to help that number go up. Red bull. I hit him. I hit, uh, what is it? Sure. Sure. Gave us some stuff to give away last year. We got some bigger companies. I'm trying to get more. I want more. I believe in you. Thank you. See if you can get like Marion Barry into sponsor. What, what is Marion Barry? He was the mayor of DC that got caught smoking crack and then was reelected. <laughs> he was reelected after crack. He did his job. He did it's his a job. Hard road he's, to recover. he's a functioning crack addict. I kind of respect it. He said, nobody was, he said, well, they caught you smoking crack on camera. He goes, nobody knows what was in that pipe. <laughs> That's fucking respect to a man. He is owned it. He's like, yeah, I'm going to go up for re-election now. Look, you got to steer into the skid sometimes and pray to God you're wearing snow tires. <laughs> God. But look, Riley, I appreciate you for doing my podcast again, man. It, Can I you, tell you real quick my okay. new obsession? No, please don't. What is that? It's I'm really addicted to D&D dice right now. Just the look of it? Just Yeah, just collecting them, having like... You actually play, you do play, you play Dungeons and Plungeons and Dragons. Yeah, we have a podcast on our Patreon. It's called Plungeons and Dragons. It's D&D by a bunch of guys who, it started out as none of us have played D&D. Now we all have played for like two years, but fun time. Plungeons and Dragons. Shameless yeah, plug. Dice. Shameless the aesthetic plug. of dice is just something. I'm, I play with like, talk ADD. I have a D20 in my hand at all times, just playing with. Like the entire podcast, I've had this D20 in my hand. It's better than having another. Never, I'm not going to say it. A D- 30, 30 D- D1. 32. D1. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Stay tuned for another episode.